object to this, and it's a pretty fancast. I'm Stephanie. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I'm Michelle. I am yelling at pedestrians in public. I'm Jesse, tripping and falling into another murder scene. And I'm Kevin, the holes in a detective's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> wow, welcome, Kevin and okay. Jesse. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> We made it through another year. I'm, we're not going to have any predictions for next year. We're not going to jinx anything. So we're just going to keep on going in the world <laughs> that we know best, Ace Attorney. Woo. That's right. So we're, we're clearly not going to talk about Great Ace Attorney today because we have everybody here. Unless unless we had some non-spoiler emails. Did we have anything, any emails to discuss, Stephanie? Uh, well, all we have is some... Uh, Thank you for existing and loving us uh, from Maddie. Maddie sent two emails saying, uh, you know, um, thank you guys so much for uh, two episodes that are titled after Clavier. Uh, <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> uh, it was very hard for her to listen in her calc class, uh, listening to us planning a menu. So, uh, you know, sometimes people listen to us in calc class. <laughs> um. And also really thankful for the podcast and gone through some tough pandemic times and just appreciating our little community and needed us to know that uh, Manfred von Pancakes haunts her everyday life. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> Very good. Uh, on the topic of menu planning and calculus, uh, when I was in high school taking calculus, I used to say that calculus is exactly like what paper plates taste like. <laughs> it, interesting. <laughs> Did you eat paper plates? No. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I have questions or not. I do. <laughs> have you ever eaten paper? Because that's what paper plates do. All right, fair like. enough. And so the experience of calculus is the same. Yeah, it's like getting a paper plate and that's dinner. Hmm. I had a follow-up, but I'm too confused to, to ask it. <laughs> I don't know if this is enlightening or not. It's just something that I said in <laughs> high school, so... <laughs> Uh, but other than that, we can um, carry on. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about the real. First of all, let's talk about the news. News. Well, it's not. Well, there's news, but before we talk about the news, let's talk about there's been a merch. There's been a merch drop. A couple of merch drops, actually. Uh-huh. The first one is Capcom Cafe X Ace Attorney. They're selling it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what? So you can get. Their little chibis. Uh, you can get their little um, bed, reusable tote bag, like foldable tote bag. We all know the type that's gonna rip when you look at it. And you can get a little desk calendar that lets you. It's made of wood and it lets you change the date and uh, and put pencils in it. Hmm. Um, and with the Ace Attorney 20th Anniversary logo, uh, I guess you can get those on. Uh, on the Parco store if you have a way of importing or if you live in Japan. <laughs> so. Merry Christmas to yourself. Merry Christmas. Now it's New Year's. <laughs> Merry New Year's. <laughs> I still just don't understand why, because the Ace Attorney anniversary was October and we're just gonna, are we just gonna keep doing it? Like when does a, when, when... is it appropriate for an anniversary to be over? I don't know because uh, it, this would be insufferable if, they, if Ace Attorney was a couple, right? 
It basically there's a couple like, well, you see, it's it's still our 20th anniversary, so uh, I got you a tie, uh, and I got you this tissue box cover, and uh, we're going out to dinner. It's been three long months. <laughs> they also have envelopes, like big envelopes <laughs> with the Ace Attorney logo stuff on it. In theory, this could last until next October. Well, I'm glad you said that, because there's more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, because they keep doing, like, art crossovers with other artists, most of whom I've never heard of. And that's a, that's good. Uh, I'm not mad about that. But here's, uh, here's the Capcom store with a, multiple works of, of Ace Attorney art that are, like, crossover with the artist, um, Yusuke Nakamura, um, there's some that's just DGS official art, and then there's some that's this crossover art, which I guess I'm going to have to have somebody describe. Oh, you know that's my favorite hobby. I just, if you scroll down this page, it's the capcom.co.jp store, and if you, they've got the DGS print and then this crossover art piece, and I, what I really want to talk about is the quality of the products, because they look like they are from Redbubble. <laughs> I cannot, they look like shit. <laughs> oh no. Uh, hold on. There it is. Okay. Oh, oh, what the shit? <laughs> hey, they're not even trying to pretend it's not Redbubble. They really do just look like Redbubble. Um, so, so for the two prints, basically, they show you this, that you can use this illustration on so many things. Book covers, notebook, like, ring, like notebooks with, with the spiral, without the spiral, a mug, stationery, the tote bag, uh... I don't know what these other things are. A folding mirror. That's, if you read the description, it's a folding stand mirror. So it's like closed a mirror, but you can unfold it and have the mirror little prop up, do your makeup with Ace Attorney. <laughs> I, I feel like the the mug is kind of a dead giveaway because there's n- no poster design that looks good on a mug. Mug design is very different. <laughs> right. And it's got that, it's a white mug. It's got that white space around the, like, supposed poster design right like the poster design is tiny just on one side and then it like stretches around to the 20th anniversary logo and it's like solid white band around the top solid white band around the bottom solid white band around the handle like it's like not a it's just screen printed onto a mug in the cheapest way possible yeah but somebody described this art who would like to describe this art which one well i guess I let I could do the DGS art because it's pretty easy. Is like it is, Rianosuke, Sasato, and and Headband Boy sitting with swords, and then all the other characters like behind them, he, you know, in head profile and shit. It's it's not bad. It's your, like your classic Ace Attorney official art that they do, um, but the other art, the the one with Miles and Phoenix on it, is what I want. People Hold to on. describe. Susato does not have a sword. We must all be disappointed in this. She oh, we bug. are disappointed. She is like a bento <laughs> or some shit. Like, she's got nothing. At what age should, should Susato get a sword? <laughs> <laughs> now. This is a great the, question. The time is now. Has she shown any proficiency <laughs> towards swords? I think- no, she's her proficiency in giving them away. And I would say, this isn't a spoiler, but Headband Boy has a sword, and Ryunosuke in the game is kind of, like, shocked and appalled about Headband Boy's sword uh, coming to Great Britain. So the fact that they are both sporting swords 
seems, what I'm going to say is, inaccurate. Just real quick, to be fair, Susato is a weapon. She can wicked flip anyone. Ah, <laughs> this is fair. But yes, the the other Ace Attorney art. So it's, it does see, we've, uh, Jesse called it a stained glass, and I, I see why, because it does have kind of that like high contrast style. It's made out of different panels that are strung together, like the center of which is uh, Phoenix and Miles standing back to back, forming a scale with their bodies. Bo- both of them are pointing, and there are large bins st- chained to their arms to form the weights of the scale. Mm-hmm. Which I would like to point out, Phoenix's arm ramrod straight. Edgeworth feeling the weight of that a little bit. He's like, oh no. Even his finger is bent. His finger is like the Phoenix in the cafe. Oh. The real one. With oh. the fucked up hand. The fucked up hand Phoenix. Or, obvi- or alternatively, a Yu-Gi-Oh character hand. Now, uh, Miles tray is full of like apples and uh a, a snake. snake and and some weights phoenix's is full of uh i think that's a weasel and probably, uh, a, mongoose. probably a mongoose if we're going with the All metaphor right, so it's a mongoose and then peaches those... i'm gonna go with okay peaches. i was thinking giant cartoon hearts, hearts but i think they may be peaches because why would it be apples versus hearts going with Apples versus buds. <laughs> which, yeah, who's they, gonna uh, win? They're very pink, which is why I didn't now, think peaches. Uh, both of them, there is a, a giant stylized objection, which at first I thought was just an effect, but they are both holding it, so it physically exists. Uh, if it does, um, I I want to. I'm not to dwell too much on this, but I do the the mongoose and the snake thing fucks me up because that's never been a metaphor used in the game. Nope. Or the show? No. 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 It's all about tiger and dragon. And dragon, yeah. Like their fucking <laughs> names um, in Japanese. Oh, they are split on either side by a sword that uh, the pommel looks like Lady Justice. Oh, yes, Which, yes. cool sword. It's a cool sword. Why is it there? I don't know. But in, in, in the background, they have the attorney badge on Phoenix's side and the or defense attorney badge and then the prosecution badge. So it's cut in half. Phoenix has the the his badge and Miles has his badge. And then the, you can faintly see the 20th inside the badges, but everything is in front of Wait, that. Wait, the 20th is in the badges? Oh, Where? yeah. You can see yeah. the faint outline of the two. Oh, there. Uh, yeah. and, oh, right. And then hanging, splitting between the badges is one giant gavel. Yeah. And so that's like the other thing, too. It's like, so you're looking at that like close up picture. If you look at uh, the, the Twitter link, Jesse, that Michelle sent, it's got the bigger picture. Yeah. And like, uh, if you just look up, there's a whole fucking gavel that just looks like a keg, <laughs> really. Yep. <laughs> that looks like a gavel. <laughs> And then, like, there's, like, me in the top corner and the sparkle and Gumshoe and Maya and Franzi. And they're it's all... fucking Mia and Larry in the upper left. Oh. And they're in the daytime. And in the right, it's, yeah, Gumshoe, Godot, and the nighttime. With the moon. And then uh, at the bottom, they're standing on a book, an open book. And then it's, like, a city on Miles' side. And then an old style small town which i'm guessing is Corrine, on phoenix's side because it's under my uh maya yeah and maya is is by is maya's head is like there 
underneath Phoenix's scale side, and Franzi's head is there underneath Edgeworth's scale side, uh, and they're looking at each other, and then, um, the, I guess, I'm, I, that there's, like, melted chess pieces <laughs> behind them. Is that what oh. I think so. <laughs> I, I thought that was I just, I can't like, tell what, it, what else it could be. I thought it was just, like, the bottom of the scale they're supposed to be. It could be both, you know, like, that's the thing is, like, I don't want to criticize this artist for their very hyper-stylized poster. It just, for me, feels like we just are really hard, like, this is a real hard ship poster. Go on. Like, like this person ships Maya and Franzi. This person has a weird, like, has a, a, a fanfic they wrote, like, a one-shot about Maya, uh, Mia and Larry. This person also has a weird kink for Gumshoe and Godot. Like, I, no, I'm with you 100% 70. This does look like the cover to a Wattpad <laughs> fanfic that's 10,000 words long, right? Like, right. really, it really does. Like, your main story is Phoenix and Miles, and then your sub-ship tags are... <laughs> Maya yeah. and Franzi, Gumshoe and Cato, and then and then Mia and Larry are not shipped, they're just there. Right? Like <laughs> <laughs> It just like it has that flavor to it. And like, I wanna again say like it's hyper stylized. It's just there's some elements on here that are confusing. And somebody busy. waxes poetic in in the fanfic about Ricky Tiki Tabby <laughs> for an entire chapter, which is <laughs> which is why the manga is there. What the fuck are the apples for? <laughs> what are they for? To provide balance for the peach's heart butt that's also there. Well, so you know, Edgeworth famously loves apples. Like, yeah. Just like Ryuk from Death Note. <laughs> Edgeworth's to Shinigami. This Wattpad fan fiction needs to be stopped. I just, I also keep looking at Edgeworth's arm and probably the fact that his arm is not strong enough and his, like, <laughs> finger can't hold up is, like, about how his resolve wavers in the first one and then he goes through his character development. But it gives me, me like, mad Ghost of Christmas Future vibes. <laughs> like, put a cloak on him and he's like, look, Scrooge, I'm like, Joe Gravestone. And Scrooge's like, I don't want to. And he's like, look. Right? Like, it's just, I don't know. Uh, we could stop about this art, but I, I, it, it made an impression upon me since they're carrying around their objection. <laughs> it's just like uh, they have like stanchions too that go across the front of their legs, but behind the scales. Like there's like a rope and a like, like I, where are they standing? But those stanchions also look like like bullet shaped, but they oh, have yeah. little black circles on the top. There's so much shit going on in this art. And you can get this on your very own mug. <laughs> <laughs> or your very own red bubble spiral bound notebook. Or your very own pocket mirror. <laughs> uh, yeah, so go to capcom.co.jp to the Capcom store if you want that. Um, let's talk about the real news, though, because that wasn't even the real news. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, that's just the 20th anniversary that won't die. Keep on keeping 20th. I, I, I enjoy you still. Uh, what's the real news? The real news is that um, our favorite characters in Ace Attorney... I'll wait since there's so many options. No, I won't. It's Headband Boy. Headband Boy 
and and Ryunosuke and Susato are being used in posters that are being put around Japan, which is a crossover between Capcom and the Japanese police force in Osaka Prefecture to say that people should not smoke weed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, so we gotta say, hold it to drugs. Um, if And I think that, like, thankfully Jessie's here, so she can do a little bit more translating than broken, ja- like, broken Google Translate can just be broken Japanese, but, like, I believe it says something along the lines of, if you do weed, it'll ruin your future. Court Records has thankfully posted, um, they're like, it's very funny because the Japanese reception to this, from what I can tell from, from Japanese Twitter Google Translated, is that they're all kind of, like, excited and the English-speaking reception to this has been, this is ridiculous and stupid and bad. And so Court Records has said, if you want less objectionable uses of Ace Attorney characters in police advertising. So this isn't the first time that this that Ace Attorney characters have been used for police propaganda in Japan? What was the first time? Um, the first time seems to be, in 2017, Phoenix advised you to speak with a lawyer if you're in trouble. Which is, like, appropriate. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second time was Ryanosuke and Sasato again, um, and they were advertising you to be uh, careful of bicycle thieves. Okay. What? You said okay? Like, that made more sense, Jesse. Maybe in tw- maybe that was 2015, because it has tw- the date 2015-7-9 on it, which might have been when DGS came out in Japan. So the first might have been... Ryanosuke saying, watch out for them bike thieves. And then Phoenix said, please talk to a lawyer if you need help. And then we have now uh, he- um, Asogi saying, say no to weed with Ryanosuke and Susato guest starring. So I, this is, I think this is part of a culture thing, right? Like, Japan is very into mascots, right? They have a mascot for freaking everything, right? Yeah. Uh, and so maybe, like, getting beloved cartoon characters from franchises, uh, is it that weird in Japan? Well, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Capcom uh, post here, and it seems like this is part of a broader program for them. It says, supporting regional revitalization using the appeal of Capcom video game content. So they're just throwing every video game character at every social ill and hoping it helps. I believe, I believe this is true because I saw a different article for this. My When I first saw it, it was a Silicon Era article or something else that said that this is a different... Like, Capcom has previously used characters from Street Fighter to be make people aware of cybercrime or cybersecurity. Which Street Fighter famously <laughs> having to do with cybercrime. Hmm. That's that. Okay. I'm looking it up right now. Hang on. But let's go into the implication that like Grandpappy Phoenix and Susato and Headband Boy would probably be very anti-weed, right? Because, okay, this is what, okay, I found it. It is Japanese police turned to Street Fighter characters for recruitment. So it was Street Fighter saying, hey, don't you want to be a cop? Street Fighter, (laughs) famously (laughs) illegal street fights. (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, uh, I'm glad you brought this up, Stephanie, because let's just talk. This is not a spoiler, everyone. We might, if there's, if we're going to talk about spoilers, I will let you know and you can hit that plus 15 thing. 
Give me a second. But this is not a spoiler. So the characters from Grady's Attorney, DGS, are from the Meiji era, late 1800s to early 1900s Japan. So yeah, do they not like weed? Yeah, they don't like weed because they're your great grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> your great grandpa says, don't do weed, it'll ruin your future. <laughs> but the picture of them they used is when they were young and hot. <laughs> what? But then, like, but, you know, they're clearly not using Phoenix because we know, <laughs> we know Phoenix has a drug addiction. <laughs> he started yeah. with Cold Killer X. <laughs> But perhaps it would be more as persuasive, though, if they put a picture of Phoenix and then they put a picture of Hobo Hodo and they said, don't do me, it'll destroy your future. (laughs) But then you could argue, look at Hobo Hodo. He's invincible to literally everything. Ain't that cool, do drugs? Weed makes you a Highlander, but makes you lose your job. Is an interesting... But also, you know, some time travel. So, wait, what what year... Is Great Ace Attorney? All we know is, I think all we know is Meiji. I think we settled, it's after the opening, like shortly after the opening well, of sorry. Japan. They're about to do the, um, in-game, in they were, they keep talking about the, uh, oh god. Oh, the World's Fair? Yes, the World's Fair. Okay. In London. Because, like, my initial, my initial look into this says that weed wasn't outlawed in Japan until 1950. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the great eighteen fifty one. Eighteen fifty one is the great expedition. So once again, Michelle, your uh, Ace Attorney continuity issues—they persist. Yeah. Um, but that, let's not get into that so much. Uh, the latest one, um, you know. Anyway, let's not get into. So eighteen fifty one. In eighteen fifty, I did look because I was like, they didn't even have weed in Japan in the eighteen hundreds, and I did look, and yes, weed did actually cross over into Japan sometime when there was the ice bridge between North America and and Russia. So they have had weed for for many, many thousands of years. Many thousands of years, but I think you're right, Kevin. Like, of course, it wasn't outlawed until Westerners were like. No, don't do weed. Do our opium that we're importing specifically to hobble your nation. Like, the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Now, I do want to do one spoiler about destroying your future. So I'm going to say everybody who doesn't want spoilers, maybe skip forward five five to ten minutes, but probably not that long. Okay, ready? Headband boy's fucking dead, you guys. <laughs> His future was not destroyed. His he didn't have a future. He didn't have a good future. It was like weed destroys your future, except for when you d- don't like chicken and die on a boat. Like <laughs> he was a narc. It's fine. <laughs> well, clearly. So I guess I guess which are we more concerned about the fact that he's too dead to care about weed or that it wouldn't have been illegal in his time i think both right like uh, all evidence points to hey he didn't have a future and it was unrelated to weed but also if he had done weed it wasn't the weed that destroyed his future it was the it was the murder (laughs) certainly (laughs) so i guess overall no matter what he was a poor choice for this mascot i think so I think so, but I also have to say, like, why didn't they use, like, a less time-sensitive character? And then I thought of Herlock Sholmes, and I'm like, well, that's a time-sensitive character. 
definitely does weed. <laughs> but exactly, also cocaine. Does Herlock, Herlock Sholmes famously from a book where he does literally every drug. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so he famously does lots of drugs, so he's probably the worst candidate. And like in Ace Attorney, from what I've seen so far, is uh, he's living his best life. Well, ain't no problems here. So like, why not just Rianosuke, who one has descendants that survive, and two is an absolute square. Yeah, fully, Ryunosuke would never do weed, except I can think of one situation, which is that anyone asks him to do it, and he's too nervous to say <laughs> You've ever seen anyone who would flake to peer pressure faster? It's Ryunosuke Naruhoto. Yeah. These are facts. In fact, it destroys his future. <laughs> I guess it changes the path of his future. Arguably, is it a better future or not? We don't know. What were his plans back home? Did he have plans? It felt like he was just sort of hanging on to this rope we call life. Well, he was in college for something that wasn't law, but we don't know what it was. I guess it doesn't matter. Wasn't it medicine? No. No, we have no idea. I had assumed art just because (laughs) Phoenix would have had done that. (laughs) But I think he was studying something more practical. Probably. He seems like a practical boy. I mean, let's be honest, he was majoring in whatever his parents wanted him to major in. <laughs> He's a square. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I think we're plenty out of spoiler territory, but I just, you know, it's just, I cannot get over, I just, I guess I just don't understand that all of this marketing for the 20th anniversary heavily, heavily, heavily features everyone from DGS. Um, and I don't know why, because I don't know if that game did well over there or is beloved over there. I know that Ace Attorney is because like the normal series with Phoenix, because they've done 75 musicals, but like, and there's, you know, symphonies every five minutes about it. So like Ace Attorney as a whole is popular. How popular is DGS over there? I don't know, because also, like, the second DGS came out not recently, right? Like, it it came out a minute ago, and it feels like we haven't heard anything about DGS, like, Ace Attorney News-wise, until the 20th kicked in. And I wonder if they did that in conjunction with knowing they were going to do a worldwide slash U.S. release. But even then, we're still not getting anything in the U.S. over here, so probably not. Well, I mean, there's probably hype for the the... The switch port, like the port of the worldwide port of it, and I'm sure that people are excited about that. But how much are they excited about it as a spinoff? Like excited enough that it ended up with two games, but I don't know how long the excitement from it went on. It's hard to know. We have no insight into this because Investigations had two games, right? And that was successful, but not successful enough in the U.S. to get the second game. Um, and I guess since it involved Miles, who was a reoccurring character, it kind of just faded back in. And I don't think people love Faye, uh, Kay Faraday as much as I do, but no one else gets mentioned, really, from those games. Hmm. Well, they're firmly shelving Athena, um, also. Like, they, they, they recognize or not, I don't know, that, like, they, nobody really cares about... Apollo Justice, 
Dual Destinies or um, Spirit of Justice, people apparently only care about DGS and the original trilogy. <laughs> hmm. And I wonder if people in Japan did care about the uh, the prequel series because they aren't bound to the same problems that we've talked about before about how Phoenix can't grow as a character, but he's their moneymaker, so what do they do? Yeah, perhaps. Um, but I don't know... I don't know how the reception is, because I think overall, like, people who have emailed in really do enjoy GGS. I'm, we're, we're saying the wrong acronym also. I'm so sorry. People do enjoy GACT, but, um, uh, you know, so maybe it is something that's worthwhile and, like, does actually have a, quite a good following if we get through the whole entirety of the game. We might see more of what that looks like. This is true, but I will say, like, if your great-grandpa told you not to do weed because it'll ruin your future, how much weight are you going to put on that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, none. Whether whether you enjoy weed or not, how much weight? Zero weight. <laughs> and, like, a hot young picture of my grandpa in his official art form where I've seen this picture a hundred times already. Grandpa, please stop showing it to me. <laughs> It's they... just it's just very weird to think of. Like it's like if somebody took my grandparents' wedding photo from the from like the thirties and was like oh no, I guess it wasn't the thirties, it would have been the forties, late forties, early fifties, and then just slapped don't do weed on it. <laughs> it's like it's so weird. Your best friend it's not even your grandpa, it's your grandpa's best friend. <laughs> your grandpa's best friend is telling you not to do weed. Yeah, and Susato's just there, kind of open-mouthed, like, huh? Well, yeah, would, would Phoenix be at all aware of <laughs> uh, Headband Boy? I'm going to go with no, because that would be funnier. <laughs> um, yeah, Phoenix is, doesn't really strike me as someone who, like, cares about... Yeah, I guess we know absolutely nothing about his family. Yeah, well, we super know nothing about, like, there's probably two generations... Between Ryanosuke and Phoenix, right? We know nothing about Phoenix's parents or Phoenix's grandparents. So if Phoenix knows anything about Headband Boy, it's that the story was passed down from Headband Boy to children who are the grandparents to their children, then to Phoenix. And so it's probably like, why did great grandpapa go to England anyway? And the answer is like, ah, there was this guy. (laughs) He had a friend who snuck him. He found a guy who snuck him onto a uh, boat. He found this guy on this boat hated weed. Hated <laughs> weed. Also hated chicken. <laughs> Famously, I don't. Yeah, but I don't know. Phoenix does not ever talk because because his entire backstory family is retconned. Phoenix never talks about his family, the living or the dead of the family. So, I don't know. Right, he barely acknowledges his daughter that he adopted, you know, if you want to get That's real. That's true, and, and he didn't seem to have, let's be honest, any support from any family for taking care of that daughter he adopted. The mystery of Phoenix and his family deepens. Does he not talk to them on purpose? Is it because he did weed one time? <laughs> <laughs> and it destroyed his future. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's what happened when he met Dahlia. <laughs> oh, I see. She made She made him do weed in college. Well, he did eat anything she gave him. <laughs> so. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. But if you were, let's say you were a, an impressionable teen, as we all once were, who would be a good role model for you to say, don't smoke weed? 
From Ace Attorney, I, I assume? From any any property. What property would you like be like as a teen? Like, yeah, I ain't gonna smoke weed because Inuyasha told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely none of them. Because <laughs> as soon as they say don't do it, I'm like, well, I have to do it now. You had D.A.R.E. as a program as a child, though, didn't you, Jesse? No, I didn't, because I was in band. The band kids didn't have to do D.A.R.E. So oh, I damn. was one of, like, five kids in my class who didn't do D.A.R.E. The band kids oh, seem like okay. exactly a target demographic for D.A.R.E. <laughs> I know! Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I also did D.A.R.E. in, like, third grade. You had band no, in, like, third we did, grade? No, we only had D.A.R.E. in fifth and sixth grade, and band kids were... Excluded from Dare in fifth and sixth grade. Decatur's a weird place. Okay, well, I like I, I honestly can't think of a property either, though. That would be like, yeah, I'm not gonna do weed. I guess the Power Rangers when I was in second grade was probably the people I'd listen to. They did that no like one, one special with the Care Bears and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all of those other characters. I was like, don't do drugs, and I was like, this is dumb. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles absolutely cannot tell anyone They made me special in the 90s. <laughs> if anyone is doing weed, it is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's uh, it's an impossible dichotomy because any character who is cool would never tell you not to do weed. And any character yeah. who isn't cool, you're not going to listen to when they say don't exactly. do weed. Exactly. Exactly. You can't win. Sorry, Dare. No. I feel like if I saw Johnny Bravo being offered weed, I'd be, and he said, no, thanks. I don't need it. I'd be like, what a cool dude, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> well, maybe it's the opposite tactic. They have to pick someone we don't respect at all who does weed all the time and thinks it's great. That might work. Um, yeah, I think that's probably, you have to show, if you're going to say, like, don't do weed, it'll ruin your future. You have to show someone whose future was ruined by weed and is extremely pathetic and you don't want to so be So what like, character could Larry be like, oh, okay, Larry all right, Butts. there we go. <laughs> no consideration time necessary. No, Larry Butts definitely does weed. Larry Butts 120% does weed and Phoenix won't go smoke with him because he hates when Larry is smoking. I mean, he hates when Larry is anything, really. Right, that's the true. The problem with this, though, Stephanie, is the problem that we keep start running into because Larry is featured in all of the 20th anniversary art and gets new art for the 20th anniversary inexplicably, is that people like Larry. Like, people, pe Larry gets girlfriends. I, I keep forcing myself to forget these facts, but you are People correct. genuinely like Larry Butts. I, I don't know them. I, I, I don't know anyone who does, but people do because they keep putting him in shit. What, do, is it genuine? Because I do think Larry often misrepresents himself and his personality. Yeah, but I think I, we've had emails in the past that have said, like, I don't hate Larry as much as you guys seem to hate Larry. Why you guys hate Larry so much? And I'm like, what's to not He's so hate hateable. Man? Yeah, what's there to like about Larry? The only Larry that's good is the live action Ace Attorney movie Larry, because that guy was selling it. So, okay, so I figured it out. This is extremely hyper-targeted to me, Michelle, but the only, probably the person who would be a spokesperson for weed that I would, that would motivate me to not do weed is Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> because Pizza, Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs is why I could never fully watch Spaceballs. It's disgusting, and I never want to look at it with my eyes. I agree, but, like, so if he told you don't smoke weed? Well, if Pizza the Hut was like, weed is red, and you could be just like me if you smoked weed, I'd be like, no thank you. <laughs> Interesting. 
alternatively, most of my life is motivated by spite, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, anyone telling me that I should do weed who was a particular type of person, I would probably just be spiteful and be like, well, never can do that now, which is why my ears have never been pierced. (laughs) So I'm, I'm actually going back to where Jesse said I didn't do dare, but I, I'm like, if Jesse had dare, Jesse would do so much. And I didn't do dare. Problem solved. (laughs) It's a good thing you didn't. Wow. I'm just thinking about like how different of a person you could have been if you only had dare. If you had dare, you would have been, you would have been in jail right now. From all that I weed. Mean, it's we live in Illinois. It's legal here now. Now it is, but probably all the weed you would have done it. I wouldn't have known where to get it from. <laughs> if you did dare, you might have figured it out. That might have been true. Yeah, that is the other big problem with dare is they really just gave us more information than we had on how drugs work and how to get yeah, them. Yeah, the boring bit of that is research has shown that kids who do dare are more likely to get into drugs and get addicted to drugs than those that don't damn so is 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 the same thing gonna happen to the Ace attorney poster i don't know if yes are kids in osaka who see this poster gonna be like i'm not listening to great grandpa rianosuke i'm gonna go find some weed Do you remember the commercial, this is your brain, this is your brain on crack, and then she, like, smacks it with a frying pan? Yeah, she redid that commercial last year. Oh, really? Yes. I thought it was longer ago. Um, But, you know, that that commercial was very dramatic and, like, left an impression, right? I I would say that was a very well-done commercial. Had good shock value, it had good filming, uh... It was impressionable, but it also made me not want to do crack, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So if Grandpappy Phoenix had a frying pan. <laughs> well, if, if are you trying to think of more effective uh, ways for the Osaka Police Department to use Ace Attorney to promote not doing drugs? Because that could, we I could do so. that. I suppose that's what I'm trying to get at. Hmm. Would it be a cool anime short? The answer is Blue Badger. <laughs> That's not an answer, though. He sucks, like, visually. <laughs> or is terrifying. Exactly. He's a big man so, he's, without a head. so he scares you. That's like Duke vibes, though. That That's not going to get me a uh, impressionable demographic. So hang I don't on, want hang on, things. hang on. Let me time out for a second. Do kids play Ace Attorney? I don't I, know. No fucking clue. I mean, we played it in high school, but, like, do children of impressionable weed age play Ace Attorney? What's the most recent one rated? Aren't they mostly rated teen? For uh, I guess they okay, don't want wait, teens wait. to do weed, so I guess that's why the point of this. No, it, it's got bad language, right? It's rated, or is it rated M M for meanie? M for it was meanie, M, remember? One of them was rated M for meanie. Was it Dual Destinies or was it? It was Dual Destinies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just really got me again. Because <laughs> we couldn't um, figure I mean, out why it was rated M. Um, okay, well, I mean, that's the American rating system, too. I don't know what Japan is. But in theory, right, same-ish audience, your 8 to 15 year or 16-year-olds, let's say, are a very wide range, and probably only your, like, top of your age range there should be playing Ace Attorney, right? Um, it, it, Great Ace Attorney Chronicles is rated T for teen for blood and violence. Hmm. I think they should have commercials that are really cool, uh, anime cutscenes. Oh, like the like the Taco Bell Fry Force commercial. <laughs> oh <Yes>. no! <laughs> Those Fry Force commercials made me not want Taco Bell. 
Really? Yes. To be you fair. You don't like Taco Bell to start every with. Every once in a while, I do have a craving for Taco Bell. But to be fair, I saw that commercial all of the time during the Olympics because that was the only channel Jing and I could watch when we were in Montana. So I did see that commercial every five minutes. All right. That's that's no good. Though, I guess in my case, it didn't make me want Taco Bell. It made me want to watch that anime. So it was a good commercial for that anime, but it was not a good commercial for the product it was attempting to market. Yes, as is the fate. I'd argue it was attempting both. But the anime didn't exist. Right, that's the problem. I thought it was was an anime forthcoming. No, it only exists inside of the realm of the Taco Bell Fry Force commercial. Disappointing. Also, do you guys remember... uh, Cartoon Network used to have, like, little, like, short commercial things where they would take characters from the properties, like, the different shows on Cartoon Network, and, like, have them yeah. interact. Yeah. yeah. Samurai Jack doing his laundry at the laundromat. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but, yes, and he's doing it next to... Johnny uh, Bravo. Johnny Bravo, right? Like, I really, really liked those, and they were, like, not in your face. They weren't overwhelming. So, like, what if in one of those, like, quick Passover, like, less than 30-second commercials... You see Johnny Brown walking by and be like, no thanks, man. <laughs> and like says no to weed and keeps going, right? Just subtle. Throw it in there. This is, I will say, Stephanie, that is the, exactly the Johnny Bravo Samurai Jack short is the is the short that launched a thousand crack fix, right? <laughs> like people ship that now. So on one hand, would it be motivating if Johnny Bravo refused weed from Let's say edit in an alleyway. Um, would it be motivating for you, Stephanie? Probably, because you seem to have thought Johnny Bravo was a cool you guy. Can't, you um, can't have any of the existing characters be the weed offerers, because that just—you—you've got to create. Are you telling me to edit and Eddie don't do weed? You got to create some new character called the Weedler or whatever. <laughs> or like the bad guys. The Weedler is immediately a Tumblr sexy man. That can't <laughs> It's got such mad Wunsler vibes. Just the name. All right, fair. <laughs> I mean, they would do their best to make the Weedler hideous, but I know it won't work for Tumblr, so. I mean, it would be, it, like, I can't, it's so hard. Like, what, it's, it's, it's so hard to think of who would have to be the weed. I mean, you just have a weird, you have the weird toilet hand from Zelda, right? Give us a paper <laughs> the weed, the Weedler, and... And Halo's Master Chief saying no to weed. Like, who is it? <laughs> What's the combination that's going to motivate people? Because it's not this. I don't know. And that one in Ace Attorney is clearly going to be the good answer. Well, so I googled uh, weed mascots. And here's an article of 12 smoking hot marijuana mascots. The Mucinex snot bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. They're mostly leaves. This one looks like Superman. Oh oh god. I, mm, I don't like that. Okay. Oh wow, yeah, no, that's excessive. Um yeah, these are just a series of weed leaf mascots and a bong with uh with a suggestive location for consumption. Uh pot squatch. Uh pot squatch yes. is very good though. <laughs> Well, now you have to describe Pot Squatch for the audience, because <laughs> I am sure as hell we're not linking to this in the description. <laughs> no, Pot Squatch is like essentially like when you like you have Sasquatch, but essentially it's a man in like army foliage, a ghillie suit, 
a ghillie suit, thank you. And then his face is like essentially a green hockey mask with a big marijuana leaf on the top, and they have him standing on the snow doing the Sasquatch pose. Uh, it's very whimsical. There's also a, a, a goat. There's more on the next page. None. I'm not clicking. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're good. None, of, none of them are as good as the first page. Um, which is more, more back to, I regret trying to figure out how to make Ace Attorney be better, be cooler about saying no to weed, and I can't get there. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasted our time tonight. The answer is to have Trucy do magic tricks around it and make it disappear. I mean, anything we say immediately becomes a YouTube poop is the problem. Right? It does. Like, Trucy doing magic tricks, R.E. Weed, you know, like, Manfred von Karma accidentally gets, you know, not accidentally, but slips someone a pot brownie in order to frame them so that way he, they, he is not defeated, right? Like, it immediately becomes the weirdest fucking fanfic anyone's ever heard of. But, like, of. all the char- at the end, all the characters can be like, wow, he'd be alive now if it weren't for weed. <laughs> Maybe this is it. Maybe the mysterious... They just need to fill it in with the mysterious way that Manfred von Karma died in prison was that he did weed <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> and it fucking killed him. <laughs> At his lowest is point. That- <laughs> is that what happened to Red White in the live action movie? <laughs> yeah. He had a pop brownie and he died. Yeah, a single bite of a single pop brownie and he fucking exploded. <laughs> All right, Michelle, you've done it. I, I, it's just, I mean, no one in Ace Attorney is it. Everybody makes those jokes. They're like tired jokes that aren't even funny about Mario doing mushrooms, right? Um, yeah, right. Like, I just, it's just, people are gonna make this dumb shit. Like, it's just not. It's just not. Ace Attorney doesn't kill enough people with poison to even make jokes, right? Like, yeah, no, they mostly they mostly go for like a stab. People get stabbed mostly. Kind. I was just gonna say, I guess the moral of the story is Ace Attorney should kill more people with poison and not do weed. I mean, because how many poison deaths have we gotten? I can think of two. Well, Godot didn't die. Die Diego Armando <laughs> died. Diego Armando did die from the from the. <laughs> the CBD coffee that he ingested. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that was like a metaphorical death. Yeah, and he went blind from it. Wow. Wow. Really makes you think. Makes me think that this episode is coming to a conclusion just like this year and into next year. Happy New Year, everybody. I usually get really sappy in December and tell you all how much I love you and how meaningful you are. I mean all that and it's very true. Aww. I love you all. I agree with it. And I'm so glad that we got to have Kevin and Jesse on for the end of the year weed discussion. (laughs) (laughs) We were the right people for this question mark. But did you spell right with a W? I hope so. Didn't, but I guess I have to. (laughs) (laughs) The right people for the job. (laughs) Uh, I'd also like to end, Matt, Maddie did a 2020 wrap a la Spotify for us. Uh, we did 12 episodes, two new game releases, one anime versus plausible, endless bits, a new Capcom cafe menu, one artist rendering of Jake Marshall. You're welcome. Uh, and we and the top five most listened to episodes for Maddie were uh, Grandma Jam, Just Rom No Com, Golmon's All the Way Down, and White Powder Turnabout. Oh, well, that's nice. That's super sweet. So thank you for the rap, Maddie. 
this podcast ain't a wrap, though. We'll see you all next month, and we'll get back on that Great Ace Attorney train. So that gives you guys plenty of time to catch up, gives us time to finally actually play it and get get you the sweet, sweet details that you want and you crave. Yeah. And, you know, all the usual stuff. You can... Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Podcast Podbean. Our, our bean that we grew from our garden. Podbean. Uh, yes, we are on the Podbean. Thanks, Dark Shadow Rage uh, 2 off the YouTubes for the use of our theme song. Hey, pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. Thank you, Michelle, for the stuff at the end. How am I going to find a weed song? <laughs> no one's ever written a song about weed. You're right. You're right. That's never happened before. You and Manfred von Carmel will get through it, I'm sure. Um, you can find, uh, you can message us or find us on Tumblr at objecttothis.tumblr.com. We also have an email. Objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. Oh, next year is the, we're entering the 10th year of this podcast. Well, we have swag. No. no. That's a promise for me to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. I'm Jesse. And I'm Kevin. And that was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Put your feet up, you ain't gotta go out. Forty food in the blink of an eye. This will talk is to you goodbye. Now it's December, so remember. You can get anything you sit for. Mm. Nachos or stack of chips. Singing girls with the click and a rack of ribs. The gift of giving is what I'm here for. Got tinsel wrapped around a swing roll. Yep, hit the pad with my pad tie. Bringing joy to the world, I'm that guy. Happy holidays, it's a doggy dog Christmas. A lot of treats to complete on the wish list. Whatever the venue, hit up the menu. If somebody say, just be. Tell Santa I ain't asked twice. Everything I order, both naughty and nice. Whatever the venue, hit up the menu. Somebody say, just be.